0: I'm Dr. James C. Murad, I'm here to talk to you about rhinoplasty. Rhinoplasty is more commonly known as the nose job. Rhino, the term, is actually means nose in Greek, and plasty means to mold or shape. Um, it comes from the Greek word plastikos, so that's what rhinoplasty is. You can use either term, nose job, or rhinoplasty, whichever one you feel comfortable. I'm going to talk a little bit about the procedure itself and, and the different uh, things you might find on the web and hopefully clear up some confusion you might have about the procedure. What do we do in rhinoplasty? Well, we're changing the shape of the underlying bone and cartilage and sometimes also the skin to affect the overall shape of the nose. There's two different varieties of rhinoplasty. There's what we call reduction rhinoplasty that's really more common. Most people come in for rhinoplasty, have a larger size nose. They may have a dorsal hump or a bump. They may have a large tip or a bulbous tip or they may have a drooping tip and they want to change those things. So generally what we're doing in reduction rhinoplasty, is taking away or making smaller. In some cases, though, we're doing more augmenti- augmentation rhinoplasty. Augmentation rhinoplasty is, is the exact opposite. What we're doing is building up the nose or making the nose bigger in certain dimensions. And that's more common in the ethnic population. So, Asian rhinoplasty or African American rhinoplasty involves more augmentation rhinoplasty. Also, secondary cases, or what's called revision rhinoplasty, in those cases, a lot of times we have to build up or add more cartilage or structure to the underlying uh, nose to create a better, more pleasing shape. There are two different approaches to rhinoplasty, which you might read on the internet, the the so-called closed approach and the open approach. Both approaches involve making incisions. The only way we can access the bone and the cartilage underneath is by making incisions in the nose. Those heal as very well uh, very fine lines, which in most cases are difficult to detect. So in closed rhinoplasty all the incisions are inside the nostrils, okay? But in open rhinoplasty we make one little external incision here. And the difference is visualization. Open rhinoplasty allows more direct visualization, so the surgeon actually sees what they're doing while they're doing it and has a lot more precision down to the millimeter. Closed rhinoplasty, things are done by manual palpation or in uh, in other words, in a blind method. Both techniques can be great. It depends on the particular patient, particular case. Um, As I said, with open rhinoplasty, the scar heals is such a fine line, it's usually not an issue. But closed rhinoplasty also can be used in in, uh, simpler cases. There's lots of complementary procedures that uh, may, we may use with regard to rhinoplasty um, that affect function of the nose. so rhinoplasty involves reshaping the structure of the nose but breathing inside may be an entirely separate issue so we may be working on doing a procedure called a septoplasty. Now the septum is the thing that divides the left side from the right side of the nostril and it's made of bone in the front uh, sorry it's made of cartilage in the front and bone in the back. Sometimes the cartilage and bone become crooked or disjointed or develop what's called a bone spur. So cartilage and bone can be reshaped or removed in order to help improve function and breathing. At the same time, that cartilage can be used in rhinoplasty to help reshape the nose. So septoplasty and rhinoplasty are very frequently done together. There are other more complicated procedures which also can affect or alter breathing, um, what's called um, spreader grafts or um, alar batten grafts, or butterfly grafts, those are all open the airway. They, they're they kind of like internal breathe right strips, so they help support the structure the those so that breathing can be improved. Lastly, we may also work on the turbinates. Tur- turbinates are little bones or outpouchings of bones on the sides of the nose. We may reduce those in order to open up the airway. A lot of times those functional procedures, which affect function of the nose, are done at the same time as rhinoplasty. Those procedures may be covered by insurance, however, Reshaping the nose or changing or altering its overall appearance is never really covered by insurance, even unfortunately if it's the result of uh, accident or trauma. Time of surgery. Time of surgery really varies according to exactly what what's done. But on average it's about two hours. Can spend from anywhere from two hours in very simple rhinoplasties or in revision cases to even longer up to five hours. And it really depends on really what what's being done at that point. Uh, uh, Recovery is pretty quick with rhinoplasty. You feel um, really it's not most people, patients don't describe it as some as uh, using the terms painful okay they usually say that the nose is clogged or congested but pretty much painless after the procedure you do have bruising and swelling so bruising tends to be around the eyes and swelling tends to be in the area too you have a cast on the nose um, which is yeah, I use aquaplast which is a white cast a few layers of tape on the nose And you have little uh, sutures at the mid portion and inside the nose. Uh, Pretty much the cast and all the sutures are removed by a week. And most bruising and swelling, most bruising is gone by a week. Swelling goes on for a little while longer though. Uh, I would say by two weeks, the nose looks great. By six weeks, it even looks even better because more of the swellings come out. But even some healing goes on for up to a full year, particularly in the tip of the nose where the skin likes to hang on to swelling. So the tip tends to get smaller as the year goes on. So is pretty quick and most patients go back to work within a week, um, work or school within a week after the procedure. In terms of how we uh, do the procedure, I like to do rhinoplasty under either deep sedation or general anesthesia. It can be done under local anesthesia, but I find it was uncom- it's uncomfortable for patients to have that, and it's best to be done in that way. A quick recovery, nausea, vomiting is very very rare to have that problem, um, and most patients do extremely well that- with that kind of anesthesia. I'm Dr. James C. Murata. I'm a dual board certified facial plastic surgeon with a specialty in rhinoplasty. I perform many, many rhinoplasties, sometimes three and four rhinoplasties a day. So I have extensive experience in both the form and the function of the nose. So if you're interested in rhinoplasty, I invite you to visit our website or visit our office today for a consultation. Thank you.